Welcome to Thrive 9 to 5, a podcast all about how you can kick ass in the office and in life without feeling exhausted or overwhelmed. Each week, I'm sharing simple self-care strategies, mindset hacks, and time management tips so you can get promoted without burning yourself out. My goal is to help you create success without sacrificing your soul or your sanity. I'm your host, Celeste Harrington. Hey Thrivers, how are you? I am feeling good. Remember, I'm not going to say I'm feeling tired anymore because it only creates more tiredness. But I actually have a good reason to be tired this week. I ran a 26K over the weekend. So I'm feeling pretty fatigued. I will probably take a nap later. I'm having a hard time getting motivated this week after that race. But I am motivated to share this message with you this week on the podcast, all about creating opportunities. I remember when I was feeling really burnt out in my career, I thought that there weren't any opportunities for me. And I think that is the main contributor to my burnout, thinking that there wasn't any room for growth and that I had reached a ceiling. And I just was kind of spinning around in circles and really unmotivated at that time. So what changed? (laughs) I decided to think that there were opportunities for me. And I think I spoke about this previously in another episode about creating opportunities in every interaction and how there are opportunities for you in any interaction. And I know that that sounds kind of weird if thinking that you have all these repeating weekly meetings or repeating quarterly meetings where you're with the same group of people. But creating an opportunity doesn't need to be this really dramatic thing where you're constantly getting a new job or a new promotion. It could be really simple that you learn a new task or you learn a new skill or you meet a new person or you learn something about someone that you previously had known. These are also opportunities that you can kind of put in your pocket that continue to allow you to expand, not only professionally, but also personally. It helps you make a really deep connection with the people that you're working with. And that really matters. I was actually talking to a friend of mine who had interactions with Ariana Huffington of Thrive Global. And she was saying that one of Ariana Huffington's big skills is knowing something personal about the people that she's meeting with, because that is what makes a connection. And that is what creates opportunities, right? You're creating this like, know, and trust with the people that you're interacting with. So they can lean on you whenever they need assistance or have another project. And that's what really creates opportunities. But even those actions are stemmed by the thought that there are opportunities for me in this interaction. There are opportunities for me everywhere I look. Those are the sort of thoughts that you can think as you're going into meetings. Because whenever you're thinking there aren't any opportunities for you, you're not looking for them. You're not open to receiving them. And this might sound kind of like a weird energetics thing, but it really is. If you are in a meeting and you're thinking there's nothing here for me, you're shut off you're closed off. You're probably not engaged. You may not even be listening. You're probably annoyed. And people can sense that. People can feel it. 
even on a Zoom or a WebEx, they can see your body language and even hear in your tone of voice if you're not on camera. It's really evident. Versus the opposite, when you're thinking, there are opportunities for me here, and you're open, you're engaged, you're intrigued, people can see that you're wanting to interact with them. That's the difference. There is a bridge, though, between those two thoughts, right? Thinking that there's no opportunities for growth to thinking that there is opportunities for you or there are opportunities for you. You have to bridge the gap by slowly changing your belief. And how to do that is starting to look for evidence, starting to think about what went well for you during your day instead of focusing on what's not working or what didn't go well. Because the list of what went well is actually quite long. You're just not paying any attention to it. And so that's how you start to kind of shift your mindset and how you can create these opportunities for yourself at work. It's not really magic, but it really starts to feel that way because you are taking control of how you want to experience and be experienced, right? People want to experience you as a colleague and a peer and a friend who's dependable and reliable and loyal, that is what's creating value for your company and for your team. And you're creating that for yourself. So if you look at this from like a big picture, when you think that you're creating opportunities, you also are thinking that you are valuable, which I think is literally most of the work that I'm doing with my clients is helping them understand that they are a valuable contributor, that they themselves are worthy. And there is some work in detaching their worth from their work, right? Your work doesn't create your worth. You do. And whenever you think you're worthy, whenever you think you're valuable, you are actually a bigger and better and more impactful contributor, which of course only enhances your worth and your value. (laughs) It's kind of this beautiful cyclical thing. But you can't do that when you're continuously thinking that there aren't any opportunities. And you truly believe that right now, especially if you're someone who hasn't been promoted or given any sort of opportunity in a really long time, you're probably feeling pretty undervalued. And whenever you're thinking you're undervalued, you're going to continue to show up as an undervalued person. And this is probably in a lot of areas of your life, not just the workspace. So this work really starts with you and thinking that you are valuable. And that's when you go back to, hey, what worked today? This is the value that you created. My value created all these things that worked. And you can start with a really simple list of what worked. I responded to this email. I attended this meeting. I took care of myself and went to lunch. Like you can start really, really small. And that list will compound over time especially if you look at it over the course of a week rather than just one day and you really build on it, you've created so many amazing things in the week. It is extremely valuable. And what you're doing is just building yourself up. So whenever you are interacting with other people, when you are going into meetings, you know that you're valuable. Look at all the things that you just created. Look at all the meetings you attended. Look at all the emails you sent. Look at all the progress you made in a certain project. So when you start to take advantage of your own wins, that will only compound in the interactions and meetings and people that you're meeting with and talking with. 
right? That makes you a contributor and you are thinking and believing that you are one. You're not thinking that there isn't any opportunity for growth for me anymore. That just shuts the door to any opportunity to come knocking. The other side of this too, is thinking that you have earned or deserve a particular opportunity. And this one always kind of boggles my mind. And I think I've personally felt this as well. If I didn't, I wouldn't be coaching or teaching on this topic. But whenever we think we earn or deserve something, there's this sense of, mm, I don't, I can't put the name on the word, but there's this sense of like, it's really deserving, right? You have this like chip on your shoulder. When you think about it, like in the diet space or the exercise space where you're working out, so you've earned the treat or you deserve the treat, the treat's never really that fucking good. And to be honest, you feel really guilty about it after the fact. And so whenever you think you earn or deserve something, I would really think about checking yourself on that thought because the interaction again is not as pleasant of like, no, I created something. I'm genuinely this valuable. No one owes me anything. If anything, I owe myself love and appreciation and kindness because I'm a worthy human being. Like that is the self internal validation that we continuously need to feed ourselves. So we're not looking externally thinking that we earn or deserve something. No one owes us a cookie. If I want the cookie, I'm just going to eat it myself because it's going to be amazing and I'm going to enjoy it. It's the same thing in the workplace. You can bust your ass, but it comes back to validating yourself internally. You deserve, you've earned your own validation. If you're constantly seeking and looking outside of yourself for someone else to reward you, you're going to be looking for a really long time because we cannot control the people around us to, to reward us. And it's kind of like walking around with an empty cup. You kind of like imagine yourself walking around the hallways of your workplace with your hands out. Like, can you please give me another like begging, like the earning and deserving is like you are sort of begging and are really wanting someone to just pat you on the back. And what's funny about that is whenever someone does compliment you or reward you for your work, your thoughts about that reward are what create the feeling of love and worthiness and whatever the feeling is for you, right? You're thinking, oh, they really appreciate me. That's what you're thinking. Or yes, I am so amazing. Like those are the thoughts that make you feel really good. When you're thinking, oh, I deserve this. They better give it to me. It doesn't feel very good. And so that's why maybe the review process or whenever you're asking for other opportunities, it doesn't feel very good because you think you deserve it. So whenever you're thinking this way, you're thinking you're earning or deserving something, really reframe it and turn it back to yourself. Like literally put a mirror in front of you and ask yourself why you think you earn and deserve something. And look at that language. Are you, is it there a lot of blame or like really the fixed mindset here? Like not a growth mindset where you're looking for opportunities, where you're thinking, you're stuck in a ceiling or hitting a ceiling or stuck inside of a box. Because if you are, the opportunity isn't going to come. Because again, earning and deserving is kind of a closed off space where you're thinking someone needs to reward you when you're honestly probably not rewarding yourself. You really need to start looking at your wins every single day, your victories and celebrating them and telling yourself that 
you earned this, you deserve this from a place that you're going to reward yourself, no one else. And you don't have to reward yourself with cookies and ice cream, right? You can just literally relish in the feeling of that amazingness that you created on your own. And then whenever you get rewarded from somebody else, because you're radiant and relishing and all the joy and love that you've created for your own sake, that's going to be contagious. People are going to see that you're going to want to create that feeling for yourself over and over and over again, because you don't need someone else to do it for you. But when someone does give it to you, just know that it's your thoughts creating that experience for you. No one else is creating it for you by giving you something. One, you created it by doing the actions, by doing the mindset work, by creating opportunities for yourself. You created it in the end. Even if someone is giving it to you, you created that. I think that's so important to know because then we take full responsibility for how we're acting in the workplace and in our in the world around us. When we take full responsibility, there is no earn and deserve because no one else is going to fulfill that for you. You're going to go fulfill it for yourself. So if you kind of bring this back full circle, whenever you are self-fulfilling and you're creating opportunities for yourself in any and every interaction that you're on, whenever you know that you are a worthy human being, no matter what work you did do or didn't do, the opportunities come because you know that you're worth it. You know that you have created all this amazing value. You know that you're valuable and you know that any interaction is worth your time and attention. Then it is just really a no brainer and opportunities are going to come knocking every single area and corner of your life. And so I really want you to think about this and how you can, how are you in this receiving mode or are you shut off? to not receiving any opportunities. Because the thing is, is the opportunities are there. You just have to look. All right, my friends, I'm going to keep this one really short because I want you to go out and really think about how you are open to receiving the opportunities that are around you. Talk to you next time. tuning in this week on Thrive 9 to 5. If you haven't joined us over in the Thrive 9 to 5 community yet, now is the time. This community is full of future leaders who are redefining what it means to be successful. Once you join, you'll have access to all of our past calls, workshops, and workbooks to help you feel more centered and confident in and out of the office. You can also follow along on Instagram at Celeste double underscore Harrington. And as always, subscribe to the podcast so you can catch new episodes as they drop each week. See you next time.